Okay, perfect. So um, I've already introduced us, but again, we're iGEM Concordia and we're competing uh, in iGEM, which is the International Genetically uh, Engineered Machine. Um, what our project is specifically, it deals with bioremediation. Um, so we're trying to introduce a uh, cyanobacteria in water treatment plants plants to um, degrade pesticides, uh, more specifically organophosphate pesticides, like Benitro and Nolapion. Um, so that's what we're doing. Um, just to, so that everyone knows a bit about you, um, you're a industrial microbiologist with a master and PhD in water science. Um, you're also a senior professor in the University uh, of Quebec at Trois-Rivières. Um, you have multiple chair positions in that university that relate to uh, industrial um, biotechnology, environment, and bioeconomy. Uh, we've actually uh, got familiar with you through uh, Centre-O. Uh, could you tell us a bit more about your implication in that? Um... I have one of the, I am one of the main researcher in this network. It is a network, uh, uh, what we call a regroupement stratégique. I don't know how we tell it in English, but um, uh, there's a lot of Quebec researcher related to water science that are involved in that network. I am part of the of this group, mm -hmm. and I'm bringing I'm bringing the expertise related to. Uh, uh, you you told I told I think I heard bioremediation, but I like to tell FICO remediation means that we are using algae. <laughs> okay, FICO for P H Y C O. Okay, so um, that that's the expertise that I'm bringing there, and also I am um, uh, related uh, a lot with cities, uh, municipal stakeholder. Uh, uh, you know, water in cities are is very important. So um, I'm bringing some kind of approach that help to 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 bring closer the researcher to the city stakeholders. Okay, it is why I have this chair, a chair, a research, a municipal research chair on sustainable cities. Perfect. And uh, what does your position at Université de Québec à Trois-Rivières entail in terms of research? I am a professor at the Department of uh, Chemistry, Biochemistry, and um, uh, Physics. Uh, I am also the co-director of the Institute of Innovation on Ecomaterial, eco Ecoproducts, and Ecoenergy based on biomass. Uh, I am also related to the Hydrogen Research Institute. Uh, well, finally, I am related to more, most of the unit research at my university because I am um, uh, some kind of multidisciplinary guy. <laughs> I have a multidisciplinary approach and all of my research. And um, the main topic of my research is we, we can tell that it is a resource recovery. So it means that it includes a valorization of residue, beneficial use of wastewater, whatever, to try to get projects from that. And my approach is always thinking Locally, if you can get, if you can treat wastewater and get the products that could be used locally, it could be good. 
Uh, it is why I'm using microalgae. Most of the time, my microalgae, yes, they are treating my wastewater, but I am uh, recovering the microalgae biomass and try to make uh, some products with it. Uh, extract some uh, some fatty, uh, fatty acid, by example, so, 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 some oil, or or simply using the old biomass to include it and to uh, some kind of cellulosic pulp and make thermoform products. So, uh, so there is many applications. I'm, I'm uh, I'll also use algebraic mass to uh, to uh, make biocrude. Um, I have uh, some kind of liquefaction hydrothermal treatment that make it like a crude, and I can make a lot of things from that crude, including fuel. So it gives you a, an example of what I'm doing and uh, my research. Perfect. Um, just to, to know the names of the people that are here, um, I'm going to start. Does anyone want to start? Okay, I'll start. So my name is Maria. Um, I'm a second year in biology, systems and information. Um, hello, um, my name is Taiva. I'm a third year in biology. Um, thank you for the opportunity, really appreciate it. Hi, uh, my name is Jorge. I'm a last year student at uh, Korea studying molecular biology. Hello, and uh, I'm Nikita. And I'm a first-year student uh, studying uh, cell and molecular biology. Good. Okay, perfect. So, could you tell us more about the relationship between wastewater, agricultural water, and industrial water, and how does the treatment of one affect the other? You mean? Um, uh, repeat the question. You you want me to tell to tell the difference between? The, the relationship between them, how do they affect each other and um, how are they related to each other? You mean the difference with, between municipal wastewater and industrial wastewater? Uh, between wastewater, agricultural wastewater, okay, correct. Okay, and bon. industrial wastewater. Well, it's sure it has the component that you can find in it, they are different for, for, for one other for uh, one other from uh, for, from other, uh, but uh, I think that uh, uh, you have to think sometime about the 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 amount of organic matter that you can find in this wastewater. Uh, normally, the agricultural wastewater could be more dilute than the industrial wastewater. In the industrial wastewater, you can have more organic water, uh, matters. Uh, it, it depends really of of which industry or which uh, farmers is producing this wastewater, you know. But uh, in the case of the agricultural uh, wastewater, uh, you, you will get two times, we, we are having a lot of what we call the gestate from the biomethanization process. Uh, the gestate has a lot of um, nutrients inside it. Uh, about the pollutants that we can find in, in it, keep in mind that the biomethanization process can uh, degrade some of them, but no, no, not totally all of them, because uh, I know that in your case, you are looking for pesticide residues, uh, and the pesticide residues could be more uh, more, more present 
and to the agricultural wastewater than other industrial wastewater. And do you know of any containment measures for each treatment? Um, so basically, how are, are the wastewater uh, treatment different from one another? Yeah. You're, you're asking a very general question, <laughs> but maybe um, what I suggest you, yeah, I will bring you on some orientation that could be important for what you are proposing. Because and to enter wastewater, yes, the pollutant will be there. Uh, there is microorganisms there that can degrade them. But keep in mind that uh, those microorganisms are not well equipped with enzyme to degrade to degrade to degrade them completely and to to mineralize them. Okay, what what I mean? I mean that you can some of the microorganisms can partially partially degrade those pesticide residue, by example, and sometimes the byproducts of the degradation could be more toxic than the parent compound. So always keep that in mind. If you are developing a process to degrade this residue, please try to anticipate what could be the byproducts uh, and make sure that this byproducts is not toxic. Yeah, uh, we'll go more in detail about our project. Okay. Um, but, like, generally, do you know any benefits of bioremediation and why it would be uh, the solution for the future? But, you know, it, it is better to use microorganisms because uh, they are not chemicals. Chemicals are costly most of the time. Uh, chemicals can generate also byproducts when you use them. You don't like that. You, you never like the byproducts. Uh, made from uh, the wastewater treatment using chemical that is always toxic. So uh, less chemical you use, better it is. Keep that in mind. Okay. So microorganisms, bioremediation, it's always a good solution. But uh, the, the the sometimes the microorganisms keep in mind that they are living organisms. So the 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 they have stress like everybody. <laughs> okay. So if they are not uh, growing or working and the and the optimized condition they will not be very good to degrade or your, your uh, uh, to treat your wastewater yeah um so now we're going to explain our project so basically we're engineering this cyanobacteria which is going to have a, a um, which is going to be implemented with genes that can degrade our organophosphates um, they're going to degrade them into uh, byproducts that are less toxic than the first one, but still a bit toxic. Um, and we're going to implement a kill switch, which is basically a cell-controlled death. Uh, so when the cyanobacteria uh, degrades the pesticide that we want, it will kill itself and there will be no transmission of, of the genes. Um, do you think that this is a, uh, a good idea? Do you have any feedback on it? Right. It's the first time that, I, that I'm hearing mm -hmm. that, you, that the cyanobacteria will kill herself after making the treatment. Uh, maybe because if you want to get to, to, to because uh, keep in mind that um, all this wastewater treatment should be uh, continuous. You will not make it in batch. Okay. If you think about higher scale, 
it is always con in continuous mode. So it means that your microorganism should work in a continuous mode, you know. If she, she kills herself, uh, it's sure that you will have to, um, to maybe remove her uh, anyway from, uh, because when you treat wastewater, you want to send the, waste, uh, the, the water as clean as possible. It means that less organic matter as possible. And if the cyanobacteria kills herself, she, she's making organic matter. She is organic matter herself. So keep that in mind. You will have to remove her, uh, before, of course, you, you, you it means that you, you, you may, um, you may have to remove some organic matter at the end of your wastewater treatment process, which is not normal. Okay. It means that it could be an additional cost. But if, if you are proving that you are degrading those micropollutant, the pesticide residue in this case, uh, maybe can, maybe the additional cost could, could be uh, justified. Okay. Uh, can I ask one thing? Yes. Uh, let's say we have an alternative kill switch also that we're designing that is making our bacteria dependent on one compound we're adding. It's going to be a synthetically produced amino acids. So like, you know, there are like L-arginine and we, we can make like R-arginine. This is not toxic because uh, we're we not using, like biological uh, systems are not using it. And it's going to be a marker that's going to keep the bacteria alive. So the bacteria is going to live in the medium and degrade pesticides as long as this compound is present. Do you think it's a good idea also to keep it alive continuously? But I think so. I think what you have told, it could be the good way to, 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 to have a continuous treatment until your pesticide residues disappear. Uh, it could be it could be a good thing, but if you are working normally, as I told you, wastewater treatment is continuous. Okay, so it means that normally you should always have some pesticide residue. <laughs> so, um, okay, keep that in mind. Uh, okay. Um, okay, but uh, I I think you have because now I I see what uh, <laughs> what you are thinking a little bit. I think. I guess that you are you are more thinking about making some kind of patch process. It means that you you during forty eight hours you are treating your wastewater and after the cyanobacteria kill herself and uh, you are removing all the the dead cell and you have a clean water. It was it was it was the the, the, the initial idea or um, yeah. So basically, with our system, we know that it's not going to live for that long either way because um because the the genetic matter will when it grows it will spread and it won't function as we want it so it's better to kill it off early on so that it it, it doesn't grow into not working anymore um so yeah that's a thing to keep in mind um what do you think an application of this uh, our technology would be uh, because you know in the world of wastewater treatment using microorganisms some of the best uh, the more efficient system they are using immobilizing uh, they are immobilizing the cells on some kind of matrix or whatever the bills or whatever beats or whatever uh, and normally uh, yeah, the microorganisms fixed on that beast do not kill the 
themselves <laughs> after you know so uh keep that in mind maybe um maybe, so just just tell me the the main genetic modification that you are making on the cyanobacteria is the kill switch or you are you are making other modification yeah we're making a degradation pathway okay correct it will degrade the the cyanob the the pesticide in a sustainable way because it does not use what we've seen is that there's other systems that do this and for example the fenton system you know about it uh basically uses a lot of um a lot of iron and things like that and as you said the byproducts are even more harmful than uh the pesticide so that's the first um that's the first thing is that ours is more sustainable and the second thing is that since it's a genetically modified organism we want it to kill itself afterwards so that there's no spread of okay i understand why you want to kill to kill it mm-hmm. okay okay but you know uh maybe maybe she's not she she do not need to kill herself you can kill her after <laughs> okay after she has making her work uh what i mean i mean is that in the world of wastewater treatment there's there's normally two steps. You have the the primary primary wastewater treatment, okay, the primary which just settle the organic matter, whatever, okay. And after normally you have a biological treatment, the secondary treatment which is biological, which use microorganisms, okay. And uh, in some case you can have a tertiary tr- treatment, yeah, okay. And the tertiary treatment. Uh, at that at that moment, you can use uh, ozone, uh, UV to kill the bacteria, okay? okay? But to kill to kill your microorganisms. So maybe that instead of asking her to be killed, because during the secondary treatment, your cyanobacteria will work well, okay? And after you can kill her in a tertiary treatment, you know. Yeah. Okay. But okay. So, however, well, uh, now I I don't want to confuse you. Uh, normally, the 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 the, the, cyano, the cyanobacteria or the algae or the microalgae are used in tertiary tertiary uh, tre- uh, tre- treatment. Okay, they are not used in the secondary treatment. Okay. Okay. They are used in the tertiary treatment to complete the the removal of nitrate phosphate stuff like this normally uh the, the, we do not use them to degrade the organic the the, the pesticide residue but it, can, it could be a, a good idea to develop a process uh that can be used after normal pr- uh, treatment of wastewater that after you, you use a uh, your 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 cyan uh, modified cyanobacteria to degrade the pesticide, and after you can you can apply on the treated wastewater like a, a treatment like UV UV treatment ozone treatment to kill the the microorganisms. So, so it means that instead of of killing the of treating and killing the cyanobacteria in the same process, you have two processes. So it means that your cyanobacteria will work. Always continuously in the process, and after in the other process, you can kill her. Okay. Uh, I just have one last question. This also applies to drinking water. 
So uh, the treatment that we do to drinking water, is it the same or it's still the primary, ter uh, secondary, and tertiary? No, no, it is not the same. And, uh, and, uh, 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 normally, the, the, the drinking water, the source of water, it's rare that it is wastewater like you are targeting, okay? <laughs> no, uh, normally the, 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 the wastewater that you are targeting, uh, when once we treat, it will be sent to the, to our river or something like this, okay? But, uh, to, to make drinking water, you take the water from a lake, uh, you, you take, you, you take some clean water, you know? And after, after you are making the, 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 some, some treatment, yes. Uh, it is, it is not usual to use microorganisms to treat water, to make drinking water. Okay. Uh, but if you want to remove pesticide stuff like this, uh, maybe it can be possible, but it will, um, the process, it will be better that it is a immobilized cell process, which means that the, the, the microbial cell will not uh, always uh, be uh, uh, be free, uh, not be free, but uh, you will not uh, last it under treated water. Okay. Um... Uh, so to keep in mind that if there's a no bacterial killer cell, uh, you will not have control on her. <laughs> I mean that uh, um, uh, I. I do believe that immobilized cell, <laughs> I know that it is, it is always giving the best uh, treatment efficiencies. Okay, keep that in mind. Okay. And she's, she, she's killing herself, she will not be immobilized anymore. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. okay. Um, we have maybe a diagram we can show of our... Yes. I do not see it now, yes. Okay, so this is, uh, we have two designs, uh, two circuits uh, that we want to include into a cell bacteria. So this is the first circuit that we have, uh, which is the, the genes that will degrade the pesticides. So we plan to include this circuit into, we are trying to include this circuit into a plasmid and then make a transformation into cyanobacteria. So we have uh, the degrading gene, which is OPDB, and we have another one, which is called OPH. So what we want to do is consecutively express uh, the degrading gene that will degrade the pesticides into two compounds, and one is a byproduct that we will work with. Uh, on the same plasmid, we'll have a DMPR, which is a transcription factor. So the organophosphates, uh, which is a type of pesticides we're working with, uh, have a benzene ring that it, it's a substrate for DMPR. So the byproduct of the organophosphate pesticide 
will bind to the NPR and make a complex with the transcription factor. So later, uh, that transcription factor uh, is going to activate our kill switch. So here is a complex that I mentioned, and it activates, it activates a toxin, which is 72, which is an endonuclease. So it will destroy any RNA and therefore kill the cell. And all, we also have the antitoxin for this protein, just in case there's any basal or leaky expression of the toxins so we can keep the cell alive. Uh, so this is the second part of the second circuit we are working with. Uh, therefore, we have two plasmids we want to transform into cyanobacteria. Uh, the reason why we chose this, because we have previously, previously talked also about immobilization. However, we thought that uh, using the matrix to immobilize the cyanobacteria does not uh, completely target the other effects of genetically engineered organisms such as horizontal gene transfer. So we wanted to avoid any uh, release of DNA that can be uh, transformed by other organisms. So those are the, the two circuits we're working with. And this is the plasmid, the plasmid that has the, the kill switch. Okay. It's so interesting. I see. I see that your 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 kill switch uh, modification is important <laughs> for you. <laughs> so uh, we have to think about keeping it. Um, I think it. Um, um, not by. Uh, I, I'm not specialized in synthetic biology. I saw. I saw many stuff. Okay, and I can can tell you. How, um, I, I I think what you are proposing is okay. Uh, there's a lot of step. Uh, um, so uh, always try to be in the place of your microorganism, okay? With such step, uh, you, each step you have to be in an optimized condition to do it. And keep in mind that wastewater are, are, are very heter heterogeneous, uh, at first, okay? And, uh, if you do not control the temperature, the pH, you have still other, uh, uh, variable that can uh, other factor that can influence all of this. So always keep in mind if you have many step, uh, it is um, you you have to be uh, you have to be careful about um, all the variation possible from the environment that uh, that may interfere with uh, with all the step. Uh, I think that now I'm thinking I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking. Uh, I saw what you want to do. I'm thinking. I'm, uh, I'm thinking that uh, the advantage of killing the microorganisms. I, I find one. It means that you can, after uh, once the microorganisms is killed, it means that um, it became a source of nutrient for other for the other cells. So the other cell can grow. Keep that in mind. It can help to uh, to to maintain some some kind of cell growth uh, they can because they, they can uh, eat the the component of the the dead cells so um uh, keep that in mind okay there's a possibility that your 
the other cells that are not killed will grow. And uh, that is, uh, I don't think, uh, do you think that other cells will kill, uh, will kill uh, themselves all at the same time? I guess that it is a hypothesis. <laughs> Uh, so the kill switch we're working with, it's dose dependent, uh, one of the models that we have. Therefore, at certain, once uh, a certain level of byproducts of the pesticide degradation is present, the cells will die. Therefore, we, we are expecting uh, a good amount of the pesticides to be degraded, and then the cell will die. Um, yeah, that will be Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, no, no, I, 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 I think what you have proposed is again okay term of modification and uh, uh, the goal of each of the modification. Uh, I, I'm just trying to think about, uh, uh, about the real environment, about higher scale, how these uh, microorganisms will uh, react. To the environment, to uh, if they are all killing themselves, it means that uh, okay, I, I, I'm, I will repeat myself. You have to think about um, about uh, the the residence time of your treatment. You know, uh, normally a wastewater treatment, as I told you, uh, that's not a batch process. It is a, a continuous process. So it means that you will, if your um, cyanobacteria is the, are dying, it means that you will have to add cyanobacteria for 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 uh, always uh, when you will uh, have a pesticide residue that will uh, arrive in your system. So um, it means that maybe you you have to think about having some kind of. Uh, Biorector on the site who are producing your inoculum each each day <laughs> or each or each two day I don't know and uh, after you, you use the cyanobacteria again and you uh... I have uh, two questions uh, have you worked before with immobilization of like any microorganism no 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 I, I never worked with that. Uh... Yeah, because, uh, well, the second question was, uh, in case uh, we have a pro we had a project where we immobilize the cyanobacteria, um, how could we target the concern about horizontal gene transfer and the impact on other organisms within the environment? Right. And it, it depends. Um... What's happening to the plasmid? The plasmid uh, is separating. Uh, well, what's happening to the plasmid? Once you have made your modification, the, 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 there is no plasmid and the, uh, during the treatment. They, they will do it. Um, because I, I think it is more dangerous if there's still plasmid going everywhere. <laughs> okay. yeah. Just make sure that there's no plasmid after you will. Uh, I'm not too much worried about the. the 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 you know the RN going to the environment. I must uh, I must worried about the plasmid. If you do not have any any more plasmid at the end, that will be okay uh, based on my experience. <laughs> you are expecting me more in services. 
no, no, that's uh, that's, that's true. I mean, it, there are simple questions at the same time. So <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so that it's. So I think uh, you've kind of got familiar with like our project. You've given us a lot of feedback. Thank you so much. Um, do anybody have any more questions? I think you can emphasize on the fact that you are considering the byproducts, the, deg the degradation byproducts of the pesticide residue, which is important. Okay, are we? And you are emphasizing on that, which is a good thing. Uh, and uh, well. This, I don't. You you didn't tell me which strain of cyanobacteria that you think that you will uh, modify. Uh, it is a it is a cyanococcus or it's a PCC six four three. Give me uh, a it, name. Huh? It's a cyanococcus. Yeah. A uh, uh, what? Cyanococcus. Okay. So yes, it, it is a the, the easiest one to modify. That's okay. That's not a dangerous cyanobacteria. Okay, good. Do you have any more questions for us? Mm, I think it, I think it's okay. Um, uh, you, you, you were asking me question about agricultural wastewater or industrial wastewater. It yeah. means that you want, you will like that your cyanobacteria will be uh, Flexible for the two type of wastewater, or yeah, because we know that it, the pesticide comes from agricultural wastewater, so we wanted to start with, I guess, something that's closer to the city, and then move up to uh, agricultural wastewater. But yeah, but you know, yes, um, uh, see. It, it, the agricultural wastewater are always lost in the environment, and finally, we, we it, it gets to the wastewater treatment station by, by example, when the industry is using the the, the water or something stuff like this. So, um, I'm not sure what what could be the the best focus that you can do, but you can you can you can keep this speech that you are that you are uh, you are telling, okay, mm -hmm. but. Um, um, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I don't know what could be the best focus. Sorry for that. I mean, we've already got like tertiary treatments. At least we know we can target that. Um, and yeah, we already but, have to compare it with something that already does uh, organophosphate degradation. I think ours is more sustainable in, in a way. But it is indeed a, a tertiary treatment step that you are proposing. Okay. Yeah. So see, uh, see uh, other place that they are making tertiary treatment, other place that not making tertiary treatment, and maybe your process will be good at that, at that place. Yeah. Okay. okay. Thank you yeah. so much. So good, good luck for the contest, and uh, we keep uh, we keep in touch. Tell me. Uh, uh, if you yeah. win or something like this, okay. If you have a you had a workshop for us, but send me the email again about uh, the workshop and. Uh, um, uh, you mentioned it before. Uh, I you didn't hear it. You told us you would. Uh, um, you had something to, like a, a 
streaming or something? I'm not sure. Maybe I, mean, I didn't talk about, about the workshop, but you can go on the on the Centro Centro I will send you the the website of the of the network and maybe you can have a look sometime we have some similar uh, workshop there and maybe you can come and participate uh, I, 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 know, I don't know who it, if there's a researcher from, from Concordia there but uh, I, can, I can be your host uh, if you want uh, if you want to present something yeah thank you so much okay. Uh, sorry, sorry to bother you. Uh, I got one more question. Yes. Uh, in terms of implementation, which are the main obstacles you would uh, consider at the time of implementing microorganisms in wastewater treatment? <laughs> well, you're working with modified genetically uh, engineered microorganisms, which means that uh, more they are... Uh, more they are grown under uh, uh, control condition, better it is. Uh, the, the, the modified organisms, you know, when you modify them, they may lose some of their um, uh, natural advantage. It means that the, the stress causing from the variability of the environment factor, pH, temp temperature, they may not like that. So it will be your main, your main um, challenge. It uh, it's to have the the, uh, the same efficiency from from one batch to another uh, with your microorganisms. Okay, I I think it would be the stability of the process at higher scale that could be the, the biggest challenge. All right, thank you so much. Okay, good. We'll, we'll keep you for one last picture, and then we'll let you. <laughs> okay, I will spy. <laughs> I will try to spy. One, two, three. That's good. <laughs> good. Okay, good. Thank you so much. Have okay, good. Good luck again. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Goodbye.